Climbers, we all know that one of your biggest cast registers as an indie artist is merch sales at a live show. If merch is your biggest moneymaker and your merch game isn't on point, you're losing money, period. So today we're going to discuss 15 merch table tips that will make you more money. Love it. Welcome to the climb. This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business because leverage is the new music business. You've got to have it to work with the people that you want to work with. It's not going to be about your talent at first. It's going to be about, can you make the needle move yet? And that's what they're interested in. So you know what? We created this show to help share everything that we learn and everything that we've encountered to help you get ahead. And that's why we called it The Climb, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. That's a Baxter name from my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter, who is an awesome friend, a good Christian, <laughs> an incredible father, incredible husband, and also a freaking hit songwriter with cuts by <laughs> Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. And Brent helps songwriters like you become professional by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro. And then he, on the regular, he connects you to the pros. Relationships are everything in every business, not just this business. And Brent makes sure that happens for you. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my friend and co-host, Johnny Twinell. Johnny is not only a good friend, he is also an exuberant pontificator. I don't know if you can put that on your T-shirt, exuberant pontificator. It's like it's like a bad wrestling name. Lord of the Ring from parts unknown, exuberant pontificator. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there's no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's up, brother? Oh my gosh, all kinds of stuff. We are friggin' slammed, slam, 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 but it's good. I know the feeling, man. Releases, the Dirty Names Boys are dropping releases. Starts on May 10th. Oh. The wheels are turning on that. So, on the Josh stuff? Yeah, first. Well, that's good because I'm going to go right with him on May 1st. I know, I'm so excited. Well, and he's going to be, dude, I'm just like, forewarned, is foretold as forewarned. Like in the two weeks prior to you getting out there, he's got 12 shows in 13 days. <laughs> well, good. He'll know what he needs. For yeah, <laughs> he will. So he's going to be wiped out. Yeah. But that'll be a good thing. And I can't wait to see. That's all right. Jamie Grooms and I are just there to make him go yes or no. I can't him. wait to see what you guys come up with, man. What a thought about this for writing for an artist's little sidebar is since he's young in his career and he's not doing all originals at this point, I'm sure he's doing many covers. That's right. You know, he doesn't have that many originals at this point going, okay, what covers are you doing? Okay. What vibe is that? How can we replace that in your show? I like that. I like that. Like not to cop that song, not to steal the song, whatever. Oh, you do two of a kind working on a full house. Okay. Well, let's write three of a kind working on a, not, whatever, no, but like that energy, that vibe, that spot, let's target that spot and see if we can take that spot with something. Yeah, see if we can do a real estate swap. Exactly. Out with the cover and in with the original that's just as cool. 
I love that. That is not as well known, doesn't have the history, right? So it needs to be great. But if like, oh, if you like that energy there, let's see if we can target that spot. Something to think about songwriters. No, I love that. I love that. So today we're going to talk about some merch table tips, man. I got 15 of them. Woo. Dang. And I think that, you know, I mean, sometimes merch table for us was the difference between getting to the next town or not. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's like life mission critical, you know, live or die, eat or don't eat. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, I mean, let's just be honest, it's commerce. Mm -hmm. And you want to be a student of the game at commerce. It's hard enough to get momentum going in this business with your music. Mm -hmm. But if you are an indie artist that's playing out, then you've got momentum and you've got merch sales already. So, boy, you better be a student of that game, right? So that's what today's show is about. So I think that's going to be... That's going to be good. I'm all about it. But before we do that, let's take care of some business. Join the Climb community on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Climb community. You have to ask to be let in. We let everybody in. We're inclusive <laughs> until you become a jerk and then we're exclusive. All right. <laughs> we're inclusive until you become repulsive. Yeah, and then we're exclusive. Right. <laughs> or until you become impulsive, and then we're right. exclusive. Yeah. But hey, and this this the feed is for everybody. But any kind of like humor, entertainment, you know, knowledge, good articles and stuff like that, that's what belongs in the feed, right? But your music, your story, your stuff, that belongs in the posts that we provide every single week. We want to hear it, but put it in the right place. So we've got New Music Monday. We've got Tell Us About Your Gig on Thursday. What, what's that officially called on Thursday? It's the, the Gig Alert. The Gig Alert. And then Wednesday Wins. So let's, let's go over some Wednesday Wins. That's right. Every Wednesday we post the New Heights segment because, you know, we're climbing New Heights, all that good stuff. And... And this is where we invite you and encourage you to share your wins so that we can celebrate with you. It's a good time to toot your own horn because you're doing it by request. Okay. You can go, oh, well, since you ask, you know, here's this awesome thing I have going on. Yeah. And it's also where a lot of the, the camaraderie is built in the community. I'm looking at it right now. And we have, well, last week we mentioned one from Brad Hacker. Uh-huh. And you got Carrie Latham posting in on there going, hey, so cool. And, and talking good about his co-writer, Karen Fraden on there. It's like, she's the bomb, you know, and. And they're building community here. And this is what this is about. Yep. So it's a good way to, even if you don't have a win that you feel like sharing, go comment on other people's and congratulate them. That's always a welcome a value add. Okay, a little pro tip. What a perfect way to walk into the climb community and announce your presence with authority. Yes. And start commenting on all these posts that other people are commenting on and start meeting some of these people in the community and talking to them that way instead of coming in and, Trying to sell us what was the last idiot's trying to sell us siding or something like that. I can't remember what the app that was. You need to add the plea to comment. You add plea to comment, it comes compliment. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. And that's a good way to announce yourself and people automatically like you when you're saying good things to them. Then you're <laughs> adding value right from the get-go. <laughs> exactly. All right. Speaking of Carrie Latham, hello. She posted on here. She has a win. It says a publisher paired me with a staff writer after hearing my songs, and the pairing was golden. Two sessions, and we love our new song. So thankful. So congrats, Carrie Latham. That's awesome. That's a good step. Yeah, nice. Yes, climber Marvin Adcock says Broken Bow Records took a song this week to consider for one of their artists. The artist is an outstanding singer-songwriter, so I really appreciate that they were even considering my song. And of course, Will Gunnell is like fire. So, yeah, that, no, that's all. First of all, for those of you who aren't aware, Broken Bow is the house that Jason Aldean built. Okay. 
Yes, and oh, the another guy, Jelly Roll, is on there. Let's, you know, just whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, <laughs> who's now on Warner, right? Or is Broken Bow a subsidiary of Warner now? Uh, no, it's part of like BMG now. It's not part of Warner Brothers. I don't think okay. it's part of like BM under the big BMG thing. But Jelly Roll's Warner now, isn't he? Is he now? I thought he was Broken Bow. I think he's Jenner. I think he's a Warner now. So you might have moved. I'll have to look it up. So anyway, up next we have Climber Jay Stott who we talked about last episode. Uh-huh. He says, I'm a finalist with one of my songs at the songwriter competition at Red Lodge Songwriters Festival in Montana in June. Nice. So congrats, Jay, on being a finalist. Hope you pull out the win there. That's awesome. Heard a little bit about Red Lodge. It sounds fun. I'd like to go to Montana sometime. Yes. And uh, that's all we have time for right now, but there are others, so you got to go check out. There's many others. you got to go check well, out the climate community. There you go. And be a part of things. Yes, and make sure that you um, follow the podcast, whatever platform you're on, so that you get all the episodes in. You can cherry pick which ones speak to you, to be sure, but you want to make sure that you see them all so you can cherry pick the best ones. Mm -hmm. And make sure that happens, and then tell a friend about it. That's the biggest thing. Let other people know that this is going on. Bring them them into our house. We want to help them too, all right? That's right. All right, what we got going on today? 15 merch, table tips. Let's get in with this. You know, I go to a lot of live shows. Yeah, you do. And I'm always shocked at how bad some artists are at the <laughs> merch game. I'm just like, wow, like I know at this level, you know, because I'll go to a lot of indie artist shows and stuff like that. I know at this level, like this is this is their number one moneymaker. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And for them to be approaching it the way they are, I just don't think they're aware that they're leaving money on the table. They're losing money, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. These are 15 points. We got to go fast because there's a lot of them. Okay. Number one, and this may sound like crazy, but staff it. <laughs> <laughs> Have somebody there. Have somebody at the friggin' merch table <laughs> to take some money and, and sell some merch, right? Uh, you know, who mm-hmm. is it that's doing this for you? Somebody on your team needs to be there to make that happen. That's just, it's mission critical. You know, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody's going to go out and buy a t-shirt from you if nobody's there. So if nobody's selling it, they can't buy it. How many times have you been to a show where you've seen an unstaffed merch table and you're like, where are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're out back smoking a cigarette, having a cocktail, engaging with people. Like the merch booth is your primary cash register. It's somebody's job to be there. Whose freaking job is it? Yeah. And make sure they're there. Okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's just business. It's like you don't get a job at McDonald's working the fry line and then you're out back smoking a cigarette, having a cocktail and networking with people. No, you get fired for that. You get fired on the merch booth if you're not manning that. That's um, and I've had uh, I got so many stories about this that just pissed me off. That have to be bonus content. We got 15 points to get through. Yeah, I'm not even going to get on there. But <laughs> All right, number two, be approachable, right? Yes. You must be approachable. They're to sell merch. You, know, you can't be on the phone mm-hmm. if you're manning the merch booth or reading or doing mm-hmm. something else, right? You want to be approachable. I mean, I, th- so in this situation... So this is for the person working the booth. This is for the person working the merch booth, yeah. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, it's funny, like we just had uh, a couple weeks ago, we just had another Belmont internship fair. So twice a year, once in April, once in October, they have an internship fair for two hours. 
right? Like all these businesses, I mean, Sony mm. and Broken Bow and all the labels and all the publishing companies and everybody's there who works with interns, management, huge management companies like Red Light and all this stuff, 30 Tigers. And, and they have interns and they're all there. And from my sales experience in like the, in the electronics industry, Y'all, like, people suck at this. Like, they spend boatloads of money to go to a trade show. Mm -hmm. And then what they do is they're sitting behind that table or behind that booth, and people come walking by that are their potential customers, and they just kind of, like, rock up on their tippy toes and raise their eyebrows, like, hey, how's it going? And they got candy out, and they got different things to try to get you over. (laughs) But nothing is better than a, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah. Like, (laughs) and call them over. And, And so the last two weeks, Brent. You know why it's bad? Cause What's that? You know why it's bad? Why? Because they don't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. They hate their jobs and they're like, I got to man this dumb booth. And I just really they don't want to be over. There. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just so ridiculous. And so, you know, I mean, I want to be at that Belmont internship fair because I want some great interns. And so our yes. goal is to get, like, we regularly will get between 40 and 70 resumes in two hours. Mm, love it. Of, of that. We're going to go back. Why? Because, I, and then I'll have interns with me right? That are like interns, like for that semester. And I'll be like, Mm. look, here's the deal. This is not like, this is aggressive. Like, Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Nice hat. You know, what what kind of internship are you looking for? Like they're there. It's an internship fair. Ask them what they're looking for. Yeah. But that doesn't feel famous, Johnny. Yeah. I don't care. Like, you know what? I get great interns all the time and I get to choose who I want and what I want. So be approachable and talk to people, right? Mm. Do not be on the phone and do not be reading and do not be ignoring people. Like you need to be there and talking to people. Amen. It'd be amazing how much a conversation will turn into a couple t-shirt sales. So yeah. Number three, have a float, right? Plenty of change for transactions. Mm-hmm. At least $25 to $30 worth. You want to keep your change money separate from the band money, separate from your revenue, right? You're always mm-hmm. got Right. You don't want to get Go ahead. Oh, it's say you just don't want to yeah, commingle those funds. You want that to be clear that that $30 that you came in with is not profit from the night you brought that with you. Yeah, exactly. And also so it's there for the next night. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, that too. That's always separate. So and make sure that your staff, whoever is manning the merch booth has complete access to the PayPal account, mm-hmm. the phone that they're using so it speeds transactions up. If they're always having to log in mm-hmm. and get your one of the band members login information or whatever it doesn't work right it, it right. just it makes it because a lot of times you'll have a right you know we're going to get to this later on in, in in the show but if you're having a run there if there's a lot of people there man you want those transactions to go fast yes and move down the line and when you slow it up some people are going to change their mind and go get a cocktail and think they're going to come back and then they don't yep so it's about making hay while the sun is shining and speed is everything mm-hmm. On that note, the last thing about having that float is make sure the phone is charged, right? <laughs> or you have one of those uh, magnetic backup battery phones mm-hmm. or, a, or a, a backup battery case. That phone to take money always has to be charged or you're not taking money, right? Right. Second. Proper planning. Right. Second, get a tablecloth. Mm. Get a nice tablecloth. Some of, you know, it, now when I do the internship fair, so I'm, basically it's like a merch table, right? I got a table there yeah. and I'm, I'm behind it. I'm not selling anything, but I'm selling myself and I want interns, right? Yeah. I'll bring the, the climb daredevil like backdrop. That's my tablecloth that I put on it. Yeah. Cause it's just daredevil all over it. Yeah. And you can see the logo, but any tablecloth will work. Like if you have like a crushed velvet tablecloth, you know, something like that would be really nice. Mm-hmm. 
Because a lot of the tables that the, that the club is going to provide you are, is going to be disgusting and gross, and you want it to look appealing. You want it to look nice. Yeah. Pro tip here, okay, buy an overly large tablecloth. So if the attendant does have to run off to go to the bathroom or whatever, they can use the excess tablecloth to cover up the merch. Oh, there you go. All right, pretty smart. That is nice. Good pro tip. And then a little bit more on the space there. Buy some battery-powered lights to kind of spice up that merch space and to draw attention to it. A little presentation goes a long way, but a lot of times you're not going to be in a great place. Right. In terms of you're going to be in a back, dingy, disgusting corner of the club, and there's not going to be a big light or a big neon finger pointing to the merch booth. Right. So you want to draw attention to that. So some battery-powered lights that don't rely on a plug and outlet that's a good way to go. Mm-hmm. Number five, label everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, this has got as much to do with speed as it does common sense. I mean, the more you inform people about the pricing, mm-hmm. the less work the attendant has to do, right? They don't have to answer those questions. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a long line of people that want to buy shirts and everybody's like, how much are the shirts? <laughs> and uh, what is this one compared to this one? And they're not sure. And so you're answering that. And what are you not doing? Running a credit card. Right. And then again, people are waiting in line too long. Let's go get a cocktail. We'll come back. Okay. Next thing you know, they're gone. I don't even know what this t-shirt costs. I'm not going to stand in line just to ask the question. Yeah. Yeah. And so make sure that they understand that your transactions go quicker because you're not going to have anybody behind your merch booth answering pricing questions. Yeah. Um, Number six, this sort of touches on a little bit of number four before, but let there be light, right? You're in a dark, nasty corner of the lot venues. Some battery powered lights are going to kind of spice up that table, right? Which mm-hmm. is why I put it under the tablecloth section there. But you're going to want some LED lights, right? Again, a lamp. Mm-hmm. But if you can get some LED, there's some LED lights that last for 20 to 40 minutes or something like that, that you can recharge or put batteries in mm-hmm. that'll really light up that space so that there's no need again for an outlet or an extension cord. Yeah. That makes it make sense, right? And, but by sidebar about the dingy space, if you're I've been to some like Southern Gospel shows where the merch table is set up in the church lobby. Oh, yeah. So, which is a much nicer space. Yeah. But all this stuff still applies. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, so don't think this is only for bar gigs, only for whatever. This works in all kinds of contexts. Right. And typically with the gig that you're talking about, right, mm-hmm. is there one artist? Uh, I mean, some of the ones I've been to, one artist, or you may have two artists that are on the table. You know, that okay. have been on the show. So a lot of times there's there. multiple artists. And mm-hmm. so guess what? Your merch booth is going to stand out from the other artists that are phoning it in. Hello. There we go. I'm just saying, even if you're not the open, you know, even if you're not the headliner. Yeah. You can still make some money up. This will help. Mm-hmm. So number seven, get a CD rack, right? Like a cardboard CD rack where in, you know, in one sort of footprint, you can put, you can stand up like, let's say four or six different CDs, depending on how many Mm. CDs you have. Right. Right. So number one, you're displaying multiple CDs. Mm -hmm. And number two, it's a smaller footprint. Now, you know, a lot of times you get that sweet going up. What's that? Building up. It's like a city. Yeah. Yeah. You're building up instead of across. And a lot of times you're only going to get like X amount of space for a big national opener. Mm hmm. Right. If they allow you to sell merch at all, you're going to get a very limited amount of space and you want to get as much of your merch in there as possible. So a CD rack, cardboard, like foldable CD rack makes a lot of sense to make that happen. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Number eight, display your T-shirts correctly. Define correctly, please. Okay, so... Rubber banded. Rolled and rubber banded. <laughs> First of all, you, again, space matters, right? So how about, mm -hmm. like, you can get a very inexpensive sort of garment rack that's, mm -hmm. like, assembled and disassembled, like a foldable mm -hmm. garment rack that can pop up out of a box, and then you can hang a bunch of stuff there so they can see it. Yeah, And that takes up, again, a smaller footprint. It takes up less stuff. People can browse on their own. People like to browse. Mm -hmm. Fold them up properly on the merch table so they're all the same way. It's like you walk into a clothing store. They're all folded a certain way, and they're all faced the same way, and they look nice, and they look neat. Mm -hmm. It looks cleaner. Yeah, And that's what you want to have that even though you have clean shirts, if one's all like mangled up and wadded up on the top of the pile, it makes the shirts look dirty, right? Nobody wants to burn shirts dirty. I mean, you want to make them feel like you're, they're shopping at I don't know, Macy's or Goodwill. Exactly. Yeah. There's our t-shirt, Ben. Go digging through. Hope you don't get lice. Or you don't want them to feel like they're shopping out of your crappy ass bedroom. That's a mess. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is this dirty laundry or a brand new shirt? I don't know. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't have the option to pin them up like behind the table, right? Mm -hmm. Like ideally you want to pin them up so you can see it. Mm -hmm. You can see the, the designs and everything like that. But if you don't, then you need to take care and making sure there are, they're folded properly on the merch table or mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're hanging up so people can see them and they can browse on their own. Yeah. Number nine, t-shirt designs in sizes. Okay. So you're going to start out with one design. Mm -hmm. And what I'm going to recommend just as a moneymaker here is do a two-color shirt instead of going extravagant on the colors because three-color and up costs more. More colors, more money. More, cost. more colors, more money. And since there's a certain sort of price that the market will allow for a concert T-shirt, right, or an artist t-shirt, you're going to make more of a margin on the two-color shirt. Mm -hmm. So it's less expensive to purchase, but you can sell it for the same price. Right. Yeah, people don't expect it to be cheaper because they're two colors instead of three. That's exactly right. If it's cool, it's cool. 
That's exactly right. That's exactly the way that you would expect the difference between a t-shirt and a hoodie. There's going to be a price difference there. Yeah. Or a two topping pizza versus a three topping. I expect the three topping will be more expensive, the two topping less expensive. T-shirt colors, not quite that way. Exactly. Exactly. So now here's another pro tip. If you have multiple shirt designs, which is awesome, by the way, Mm -hmm. arrange them by size, Mm. not by design. This way, if somebody says, you know, I'd like design A in a large, do you have that? And you go to the large pile, but you're out of design A, you can easily offer right then and there another shirt. Hey, we're out of that one, but how about this one or this one? Mm -hmm. But you're right there in the larges and you know what you have. So arrange them by size. And by the way, isn't that how clothing stores do it? Yeah. When you go in there, it's like, oh, here's the mediums, here's the smalls, here's the large. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's arranged by... Well, and going back to the speed, if you're looking for it, it's a lot easier to go, here's the size of, here's a large stack, and I'm just looking for the design, which is a lot faster than digging through tags and trying to see where the XL versus the L versus the S versus the M is. Yes. It's a lot faster to find the design than it is to read that all the tags. Exactly right. Exactly right. Now, again, on the t- it's dark. What's that? Yeah. Especially if it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, Yeah. Making it easier. But hopefully it's not because you brought light. Well, true, but hey, if you're already making a If your battery ran out and stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing I would recommend too is change your design with every new run of shirts. Only do one design per run of shirts and then it's over and then change it so that every design is a limited edition. Mm, interesting. Okay. So this creates a whole host of like sub ideas here. I mean, when you run out of that t-shirt design, that's it, right? Mm -hmm. So if someone says they're going to come back later and buy it, oh, that's okay. Well, hey, I'm just going to get my friend. We're going to come back later and buy it. You can can gently and sort of passively provide a little persuasion Mm -hmm. through the scarcity and a little FOMO, right? Fear of missing out by saying, oh, it's all good. But, you know, listen, we only have a couple left in this size. So if you do like this design, you might want to grab it now because they don't make them any, they, they only make one run. Yeah. So it's up to you. It makes you feel better about buying that too, right? Not everybody's going to have that same shirt. That's cool. Because you don't buy it now, you're never going to get it again. We switch designs with every run. That's the kind of thing, right? And that promotes repeat business because if somebody's a super fan, they've been to your shows, they've already got your shirt. Yep. I already got your shirt. Oh, but here's a new one. I want this one. Janelle and I just went and saw, um, they were at- uh, Kylie Morgan. What's that? Was it Kylie Morgan? No, uh, well, we saw that. But before that, we saw the Nicotine Dolls, right? Okay. Great indie rock band. The singer, who's just friggin' phenomenal, was uh, Janelle was on to them before he was on AGT, but he went on America's Got Talent, just blew everybody's mind. Like, he's just really great. Yeah. Killer rock band. And they played the basement, man. So my office is in Nashville. They played with the basement OG, right? Yeah. And my office is in Nashville. It's in the attic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're on the third floor. And so, Janelle was so excited and I got tickets and she was mm. so stoked. And I'm like, you know what? Like there's no dressing room in the basement. Oh, okay. And so this has kind of become a thing. It started with them, but now I've already done it for Adam Shanefeld who's, who's Tim McGraw's guitar player, guitar player and him and his wife, Katie Cook, who's CMT mm-hmm. personality. They have their own band, which is just amazing. And I did the same thing for him. And I just reached out like, Hey man, there's no dressing room there. If you guys want, you're welcome to use them. I have a writing room just mm-hmm. three floors up from there. You're welcome to use it. No charge. Just let me know if you want to. And they're like, okay, we'll reach out to you. And sure shit, they did. <laughs> and we're hanging out with the band. We got to know them. And here's the and thing. Providing value, buddy. I love it. 
Yeah, man, absolutely. And creating a relationship. And they were having a bad day. Mm -hmm. Their transmission dropped that day in the van. It was just, they were having a horrible day, you know? And so they were there, but they were really thankful to have that space. Mm -hmm. And we went down, saw the show. And you know what? I didn't even really like the t-shirt design all that much. It was kind of too white. Mm -hmm. So I just, it's going to be a mess on me like two years shortly. <laughs> but we bought two shirts. Why? Because we want to support them. You know what yeah. I mean? So to your point, Brent, that was my, that's where I started with this is like, yeah, we keep changing out the designs. Then it's something new for them to buy that they can support you on. And they're never going to say, I've already got that. Right. Right. That's the big thing there. So, and part of it, depending on where you are in your marketing and talking to your customers, that's why one of the advantages of people dropping releases mm -hmm. instead of like, here's a new single or here's an album all at once. It keeps giving you something new to talk about. It's one more, hey, new t-shirt design. Hey, help us pick our next t-shirt design. By the way, we only have 10 of these t-shirts left. It's the end of the run. It's the last 10. Do you want it? They might be a little more expensive. Yeah. We're doing an auction. We're doing it. It just yep. opens up all these other lanes to talk to your people and, and sell things. That's right. Just a little bit of, just a little bit of salesmanship, guys. Not a lot. It's not an ugly word. It's about having value in, in your brand and understanding that and knowing that you're good. You're worth it. You're worth it. That's what you got to know. You're worth it. So number 10, have a range of prices mm -hmm. with anything, with anything that you purchase, whether it's a car, there's price range for Bentleys and there's a price range for total shit boxes like are used. You know what I mean? Like, and everybody's are in all these different markets. Mm -hmm. So you want to create that with multiple products on your merch table, right? Some people aren't going to be able to afford a t-shirt or a hoodie, but they want to buy something. They want to have yeah. something. So if you have something less expensive, you still made a sale, right? Right. So, you know, fridge magnets, stickers, which cost practically nothing to print up, but you could sell for a buck, keychains, mm. buttons. They're great low priced items that you can make money and margin on that people will buy. And they also are good for bundles, which we're going to get to here in a second. Well, and also those things probably don't take a whole lot of space. Exactly. With decent margin. Exactly right. And 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 you can buy just a boatload of them for nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not as big of a investment as a bunch of hoodies or t-shirts. Yeah. And multiple CD releases, right? You can bargain you can bargain basement price the oldest CD that you have that you're just trying mm -hmm. to get rid of some stock on. Right. And hey, man, at the end of the day, when you made your money back on the recording and you made your money back on the CD manufacturing and you still got product left over, God bless. If you sell that for two bucks, you made two you're bucks. making a dollar on it. Yeah. You're making a dollar on it. So having those different prices, it's going to encourage more sales. That brings us to number 11 here, which is, and we've said this a million times, create bundles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the reality and here's the hangup at the same time. 30% of your buyers are willing to pay more when they have their credit card out. They're already going to buy. They're going to be impulsive and get more if they can get a good discount, if there's mm -hmm. something there. So by the way, every time you've ever been to a Lowe's or a Home Depot or any friggin' grocery store, what are there? It's like right when you're waiting in line to pay and your credit card's out, there's a boatload of different products there for you to buy. Those are impulse sales. Yeah. Okay. That's why they're there. Otherwise, why would they have them? This is real psychology. Okay. So what that means is 30% of your buyers are willing to pay more. That means that 70% or the vast majority of the buyers, which might include you, mm -hmm. are not impulsive or frivolous with their spending. Right. But don't leave that money on the table because you think everyone thinks like you, well, I would never do that. So I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. 
that's a foolish thought because now you're not considering your whole audience. So the bundles are just about this. They're about getting a greater amount of revenue on a single sale. So don't get hung up on the margins, Mm -hmm. right? And this is like a huge business mistake that I see. And I see this happen, you know, I've managed a lot of sales guys in my time at different, in the mortgage industry, in the real estate industry, like in, in different industries, in electronics. And I'll tell you, this is like a regular sort of like not smart, unintelligent way of thinking. People worry about the percentage that they're getting paid as opposed to worried about how much they're getting paid. Yeah. Don't conflate a percentage with an amount. Mm-hmm. Okay. So bundles are about getting a greater revenue, right? 50% of something is better than hundred percent of nothing. Right. Yeah. Which is why I co-write by the way. There you go. That's right. <laughs> so think of it like this. Here's something non-music related. When Dell computer sells a thousand dollar computer on their website, they get, $1,000 for the computer, 100% of the revenue for their widget, right? Mm-hmm. When they sell a $1,000 computer at Best Buy, Dell Computer only gets 500 of that. They get 50% of the revenue, but they have a larger volume of sales. So that larger amount of cash and revenue makes up for the discount that they have to give to sell it through distribution, okay? Mm-hmm. So here's what I say to you guys, discount away, have fun. Like you want to make a profit on everything, but provide a decent discount on the bundle to move more product and make more money. Okay. Right. So let me give you just some real world numbers on this. If you sell a t-shirt for 20 bucks and let's say that costs you six to $8, you have $20 in gross revenue and you have a profit of 12 to $14. Makes sense. Right. If you sell a hoodie for $40, and let's say that costs you 17 bucks to make that hoodie, you've made a gross sale of $40 with a profit of $23. Mm-hmm. If you sell a CD for $10 that costs you $1 to manufacture and ship, it makes a gross sale of $10 with a profit of $9, right? Those are nice margins, okay? Mm-hmm. An old CD that you're willing to sell at a bargain basement price, like we talked about before, is a is just a fantastic way to add value to a bundle and actually get a better profit mm-hmm. on a bundle than you would selling that old CD by itself. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. You think about it that way. Because that's a $10 CD included in that's a $10 value, right? Right. So if you sell a hoodie, a t-shirt, and a CD bundle valued at $70, mm-hmm. right? So 20 bucks for the CD, 40 for the hoodie, that's 60 plus one CD, that's 10. It's a $70 value, but you sell it for 55 bucks. You have a $55 gross sale, Mm -hmm. which right off the bat on that bundle is 37.5% more dollars, more gross revenue than your most expensive single product, which is the hoodie. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's assuming that they would buy a single product would be the most expensive one and not just the CD. Yeah. So that's the least amount of more money that you made. It's the least amount of increase in revenue. Yeah. And if you have a 29 to $31 of profit, that's 26% to 34.7% more profit than your most expensive product with the highest margin, even though you gave a discount. So what you do is you need to just look at your bundle in a way as a product, a product. Yeah. And go, how much am I making on this product? Yeah. And you can't get married to it. Not how much would I make if they bought the three things that make up this bundle separately, yeah, I'd make more money. But you know what? They're probably not. 
or that's going to be a small percentage. So just look at it as a competing product with your other products, a product. This is my most lucrative product. Yeah. For spending more money with me, I'm going to meet you halfway and give you some back. Mm -hmm. Right. And so there's amazing ways to sell that too. At $55, right. That's a $15 discount in total dollars. Mm -hmm. So you could say, Hey, this is worth 70 bucks, but I'm going to take $15 off this hoodie. If you buy a bundle. Yeah. Right. So instead of a $40 hoodie, it's a $25 hoodie. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Or if it's a $10 discount, it's like, hey, buy all this stuff together. We throw the CD in for free. Yeah. You know, different ways to just kind of spin this a shell game in psychology, but they're all true. Right. Yeah. It's all true. That would be something like, that's a red carb. No, that's really a mixture of what, what's what, blue and yellow? What, what, or no, that blue and no. yellow is green. It's a green car. No, no. It's a mixture of blue and yellow. No. <laughs> well, both are true, right? You're buying a blue car, but we're throwing in the yellow for free. There you go. Yeah. Now, also, here's one more thing. When somebody's wearing that shirt around or that hoodie around, you're getting exposure all the time Yep. on mm-hmm. your brand, right? So in a bundle, if you sold them a hoodie, a t-shirt, and the CD, you've like doubled your brand exposure for that same person and you made more gross revenue and you made more profit. That's right. And that person is happy. Why? Because I got a steal. I got all this stuff for less. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. Next, number 12, have a mailing list signup form over there mm-hmm. or some way to attract, you know, to get that mailing list, right? I'm a big fan of squeeze pages or, mm-hmm. or text capture. There's a great company called Call Loop. I'm not shilling for them, but there's several companies that compete with them. But Call Loop is a company, I think it's like 10 or 15 bucks a month. And you can get a keyword that you own, like let's say Brent. Mm-hmm. So it's like Brent's my keyword. And you're going to dial 1-866-555-1212 and text the word Brent to it. And everybody gets a free download and you get the device ID, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can have a computer open at right there at the table. And it's like, hey, I tell you what, on all these sales, like we're also going to throw in a free download of a special track that's not for sale here, that will never be for sale. It's only You can only get it from this registration page. Just go right here. You have it pulled up and they go in and put their name. Just tell us where to send it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you get that email in exchange for that free download. You can also do it with a QR code these days, which mm-hmm. is probably maybe even easier. And you know what? I mean, you can also offer to help the environment and email the receipts to them. <laughs> yeah which of course requires them to give you their email (laughs) so you don't have to give them the paper receipt. I mean, come on, play along, play along. (laughs) Save the planet and my career. Save the planet. Let's just let us email the receipt to you. Oh, sure. Of course. Yes. Better that way. If it's um, through text or through that registration page, have something on there, but it's, it's just better than trying to decipher someone's freaking handwriting. Yes. Yes. I've run after that. that. Mm -hmm. Beer free merch table. Number 13. No drinks mm. on the merch table. Like you wouldn't have any drinks on your console in the studio. Right. For the same reason. One, one $8 cocktail will ruin a whole bunch of merch, man. Yeah. And you don't want to run that merch through the wash and then put it back out again and try to sell it as new. Yeah. Just keep people away with the drinks away. Just make sure you have that. Number 14. This is the difference between, I mean, this is part, this is one of the major cogs in the difference that between on Taylor Swift's first tour with Brad Paisley, her merch sales went up 600%. Okay, good. This whole episode, I've been waiting for you to get to this story. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to step on your thunder. I didn't want to mention it <laughs> prematurely. I was going to let the game come to me, but go ahead. 
We're waiting on this. <laughs> well, it's a CTA for the merch table, a call to action for mm-hmm. the merch table, right? You have to let them know that there's one available. You point to it from the stage because when you're on stage, you're the most famous person in the room mm-hmm. at that moment. And here's a great line. Like, remember this line. Like, I remember our friends from the Crashers, mm-hmm. right, who are Louisville's, like, number one local band. I mean, these guys, I just talked to Mark the other day. Dude, they grossed 540 grand. I'm sorry, 560 grand last year. Ooh. 560 grand. And it's a side project. They all have families. They all have their own businesses, and they do this stuff on the side. I hate that for them. But they're masters of the game. Yeah. And their merch sales went through the roof when they did this. Hey, if you'd like to get to know us, We'd love to get to know you after the show. We're going to be right over there by the merch table. And you point, show them where it is. And then after the show, you get everybody over there. Yeah. Now, when that happens, Mm -hmm. it also draws a crowd over at the merch table. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorite P.T. Barnum quotes from Barnum and Bailey Circus, nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that if you're talking to because I felt this right, if you're going up to the artist at the merch table, you feel weird not buying something. If you just go to chit chat and just walk off without buying something, I feel weird. Yeah. I feel weird. I want to talk to him. Yep. I mean, I've done that even like say there been some Southern gospel shows around here. So I talk about the, you know, the merch table out in the lobby and I want to go talk to this person because I want to pitch them some songs or I want to write with them or whatever. So I'm waiting until after the show to go over and introduce myself, do the whole hobnobbing thing. I got to buy something. Yeah. I got to buy something. Why? Because I'm helping support them right then. I'm adding value before I even really get into business. So it's an investment. And so, hey, some of the stuff I like and I buy and I whatever and I wear whatever. But still, it, there's that thing, too. If it feels kind of weird to walk up and talk to them at the merch table, it's a big elephant in the room and you don't buy something. That's weird. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And so, you know, kind of catapulting off that right there. Mm-hmm. Number 15 is meet and greet. Right? There we go. Is there a better freaking place to have a meet and greet before or after the show than over by the merch table? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, you're competing against the merch table and you're actively drawing the people that are most into you away from your merch table. Exactly. That's that's such a mistake. You know, it's like going to a buffet and you've got to walk a uh, hundred yards over there to get your plate and your fork and come over here and get the food. Like what the hell? All right. You know what I mean? So meet and greets that FaceTime, like you were talking about, that makes the fan feel valued. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, it draws a crowd. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, having the whole band over there or the artist over there, you mentioned, uh, we, you know, Janelle and I last Thursday night, we flew up to Chicago because Mackenzie O'Brien, who we've been working with, opened up for Kylie Morgan, mm-hmm. who also happens to be like one of Janelle's favorite artists. And now one of mine, like I love her, like, like Janelle turned me on to her and she's doing really good. I think that was one of her very first headlining shows at Carol's Pub up there. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Immediately after Kylie was done with her show, sold out show. And by the way, this venue, so cool, man, like 220 capacity. It's just perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect for that level of artist coming in there. Sounds great. She's right over by the merch table mm-hmm. and meeting people, saying hi, and they're buying shirts and the whole thing. So that's a big deal. Don't undervalue that. So a simple short conversation can convert the brokest fan into purchasing some some merch, Brent, just like you were saying, you know, like yeah. they feel obligated because it's like, oh, well, now I'm taking up your time. You can be talking to these other people who want to buy a shirt. I should buy a shirt, too, because I don't want to look like a schmuck. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And you value the time and you get a great shirt out of it, you know, so it's reciprocity. It really is. So 
That brings me just to the conclusions here, guys. I think uh, some stuff on the side. Make sure you have plenty of Sharpies, right, Mm -hmm. on that merch table because people are going to want you to sign albums, CDs. They're going to buy a $25 T-shirt and have you ruin it immediately with a Sharpie by signing it. Do it. Yeah. Heck yeah. And depending on, you know, if you're in rock and roll, there's other things you can sign that are fun. (laughs) But have a Sharpie and have plenty of them, right? Make sure you have those. I think from just a business standpoint, you want at least 100% markup on each product, you know, mm-hmm. or up to what the market will allow. So for your CDs, not including the recording cost of it, but right. the manufacturing cost, you're looking at a buck, but the market's going to allow 10, 10 to $15 for that. Mm-hmm. So know what the market is and then make sure that you're up there. And I don't think it's worth it to try to move any kind of product if you're going to have less than 100% markup on it. So you want to make sure that, that that that's going to factor in on the markup of like how much you buy. You know what I mean? Yeah. To get that margin down, make sure that you got quality stuff like quality shirts. Mm. There's nothing worse than getting like a concert t-shirt and having one wash and the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. And you're bummed because you're like really wanted to wear that shirt. You know, I still wear concert t-shirts today. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I just, I love them. So, you know, through the loom and Gildan are like two really good companies that make really good quality t-shirts and that just really comfortable and they all different kinds of styles and stuff like that for men, women, long sleeve, short sleeve, whatever, that they're going to last a while, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to feel good about charging that, that high price, the top price then. And plenty of gaff tape, duct tape. You're going to need that all the time for just everything, for different stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say about that, guys. Man, make more money at your shows. Work that merch booth and work it hard. And, and you don't even have to sell anything. You just got to be there. Mm-hmm. You got to be present. You got to have all these steps there. And a couple keywords and I promise you're not going to feel like a salesman. And people will, they're going to buy. They're there absolutely going to buy. And they got to buy. Let's be honest. You got bills. There we go. so um hey i got a free download for you for listening all the way through this is like a stout pdf that really sort of breaks down how broadcast used to work and i'll be honest with you in this broadcast part when you read that i'm not telling you something that you don't already know but you haven't thought about it that way okay Mm -hmm. and when you revisit like how it really worked and how artists really broke on radio and how broadcast worked and the psychology behind broadcast. You're just going to be shaking your head. Yes, of course. I already knew this. Like I behave like this. Yes. And then we juxtapose that and break down how digital works. It's different. And I think that so many artists in management and labels make big mistakes because they're trying to go with what they know, which is promote and sell and try to function on a digital platform as if it's a broadcast platform. But it gets confusing and it doesn't work. And so I think it gets people more confused when they try something and it doesn't. So this is going to eliminate the confusion. Okay. This is going to just break down everything and give you a very clear, clear picture of what has to happen on digital. And it's all about creating traffic on digital. And so the name of this is whoever owns the traffic rules the road. It's a free PDF download. Just go to gift from Johnny J O H N N Y gift from Johnny.com and tell us where to send it. And that's it, guys. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 